Hi everybody, welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about slacktivism and those mailing lists. Slacktivism is an easy target for social critics. Very harsh words have been spoken about people who are just beginning to take any part in activism. It isn't such a bad thing, but there is not a lot of positive reinforcement around slacktivism. I myself click away and sign dozens of petitions far too often. I can't help it. I can't afford to give the sums of money wealthier folks might be able to give, and I don't have the time or resources other people find themselves able to exploit to further their causes. I do, however, believe that any contribution one can make is beneficial to help sustain movements that are looking out for others. I do know that zealots have seemingly endless stamina to feed their causes, both conservative and liberal. However, all the good people who want to help save the planet and endangered species and prosecute sinister crimes and stuff like that need moral support. And I have thought that we were helping in our own way. But it appears that I once again have assumed incorrectly if I go by the Wikipedia entry. Pretty harsh. And I say this as someone who was engaged in a bit of activism myself. My experience with activism is that many of the people who do engage in some form or another are just a step away from the armchair activists in that they show up at their convenience for the marches and participate in whatever form they choose, and I refer to that as their flavor. Having been involved in the planning and execution of events and experiences, I can say that it is unfair to judge other people by their lesser demonstrated commitments. This is, to me, the way to get people involved. If you shut people out because they aren't as involved or devoted as you are, there seems to be a problem there. The benefits of activist involvement are many, and you get to meet a whole different breed of folks and network and find strength in that, but wholly discounting other people because they aren't as deeply devoted as you are is unfair and unkind. I never expected other people to be as involved as I was, and I still don't. There is a bit of elitism that comes with that territory and not giving into that too much is to me a good thing. As an FYI, there are 50 cited references in the Wikipedia entry. I don't know to what extent the authors of all these pieces have personally involved themselves with in any forms of activism, but I do find it odd that the majority of the references seem to be severe in their criticism. And one might say that their conclusions reflect a dated and very lopsided point of view. Again, I speak as someone who has actually been involved in activism and has taken part in events and experiences that reinforce a culture of networking and a little backslapping while working towards a shared goal. Once again, citing the Wikipedia entry, everybody from the very pleased with himself Malcolm Gadwell to the filmmaker Eli Roth have been severe in their criticism of slacktivism. There are pitfalls to be sure, but there are also benefits. A Georgetown study cited states that slacktivism increases overall engagement. The entry states, despite the pejorative connotation of the term, a 2011 correlational study conducted by Georgetown University entitled The Dynamics of Cause Engagement determined that so-called slacktivists are indeed more likely to take meaningful actions. Notably, slacktivists participate in more than twice as many activities as people who don't engage in slacktivism, and their actions have a higher potential to influence others. Side benefits of slacktivism in achieving clear objectives include creating a secure, low-cost, 
effective means of organizing that is environmentally friendly. These social champions have the ability to directly link social media engagement with responsiveness, leveraging their transparent dialogue into economic, social, and political action. Going along with this mindset is Andrew Leonard, a staff writer at Salon, who published an article on the ethics of smartphones and how we use them. Though the means of producing these products go against ethical human rights standards, Leonard encourages the use of smartphones on the basis that the technology they provide can be utilized as a means of changing the problematic situation of their manufacture. The ability to communicate quickly and on a global scale enables the spread of knowledge, such as the conditions that corporations provide to the workers they employ, and the result their widespread manufacturing has on globalization. Leonard argues that phones and tablets can be effective tools in bringing about change through slacktivism because they allow us to spread knowledge, donate money, and more effectively speak our opinions on important matters. Others keep a slightly optimistic outlook on the possibilities of slacktivism while still acknowledging the pitfalls that come with this digital form of protest. Um, my pronunciation may be difficult on this person's name. Zainep Tufeki or Tufeki, Zainep Tufeki, an assistant professor at the University of North Carolina and a faculty associate at the Berkman Center for Internet and Society, analyzed the capacity of slacktivism to influence collective group action in a variety of different social movements in a segment of the Berkman Luncheon series. She acknowledges that digital activism is a great enabler of rising social and political movements and it is an effective means of enabling differential capacity building for protest. A 2015 study describes how slacktivism can contribute to a quicker growth of social protest by propagation of information through peripheral nodes and social networks. The authors note that although slacktivists are less active than committed minorities, their power lies in their numbers. Their aggregate contribution to the spread of protest messages is comparable in magnitude to that of core participants, as the quote goes. However, Tufeki argues that the enhanced ability to rally protest is accompanied by a weakened ability to actually make an impact, as slacktivism can fail to reach the level of protest required in order to bring about change. The Western-centric nature of the critique of slacktivism discounts the impact it can have on authoritarian or repressive contexts. Journalist Courtney C. Ratch, or Radish argues that even such low level of engagement was an important form of activism for Arab youth before and during the Arab Spring because it was a form of free speech and could successfully spark mainstream media coverage, such as when a hashtag becomes a trending topic, it helps generate media attention, even as it helps organize information. The power of social media to help shape international news agenda is one of the ways in which they subvert state authority and power. In addition, studies suggest that fears of internet activities supplanting real-life activity are unsubstantiated in that they do not cause a negative or positive effect on political participation. That being said, I've spent an enormous amount of time and effort removing myself from mailing lists to sign petitions and donate money to people with causes I have never heard of before receiving these emails. I really do have better things to do than make someone I don't have anything to do with feel better or make myself feel good by clicking. I get kind of pissed off at all the lists I seem to be on because I feel as if I have been suckered. And I get kind of pissed off at the slow reaction time and timeouts I get or the pages not found I receive when I try to unsubscribe from these lists appear in my browser instead of thanking me for updating my preferences. 
which is minor, but taking that a whole, it is overwhelming. I can't read my legitimate emails because I have to sift through all of this nonsense and the pleas that have very little to do with me or what I stand for. Sometimes I get so frustrated that I just delete whatever is in my inbox. Come on now, give me a break. I'm only human. The thing is, the resentment I am reading in some of these vicious selections that bolster the editor's entry are very judgy. There is a good deal of positive information in there as well that I do tend to side with, mostly from empathizing with the gallant aspect of earnestly wanting to help. The entry itself has a good deal of upbeat information, as I have just mentioned, but isn't quite as balanced as I would like it to appear. That's just me, and maybe my feelings were a little hurt. And raising awareness and rousing others into some form of action is part of what makes it not too bad. I also tend to think that many of the critics are of a different generation, and the younger people are involved, and for them, clicktivism is a component, not the be-all and end-all, and not a way to merely deflect or defend themselves from accusations of indifference and passivity. I view a lot of it as a starting point. Just stop sending me all those damned emails. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out.